When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? It's Lisa. We're all well into our coronavirus quarantine and needless to say, it's been a trying time for all of us. We've had to change our daily routines. Many of us haven't even left the house. Gyms are closed and overnight, most of our relationships went virtual. So how can we come out of this quarantine stronger, healthier and even more connected? Well, I've taken this opportunity to talk to some of my favourite people on my Instagram Live to get their advice on these very issues and have found the conversation so freaking helpful that I wanted to share them here as well. So over the next couple of months, we'll be posting bonus episodes every Friday to help us get through this quarantine stronger together. All right, today I'm chatting with my homie, Roxy Safi. Roxy is a total badass. She's also a celebrity makeup artist and host of one of my favorite podcasts, Black Belt Beauty Radio. We talk about seeking challenges, building self-confidence, and what to do when you're not feeling motivated. Enjoy. What up, guys? How is everybody doing on this wonderful Friday? I am live and I'm waiting for my homie today. This woman, Roxy, is a freaking badass. I'm going to do a little intro, a pre-written intro, but then I'm just going to say like how freaking badass she is. So, Roxy is a lifestyle entrepreneur, celebrity makeup artist, empowerment coach, and host of Black Belt Beauty Podcast, which I have personally been on and freaking love. She's an amazing host with a growth mindset and love for what she calls the game behind the game of life. She's empowering others to seek the fight in their lives by moving towards the challenges that develop their most resilient and capable selves. So right now, as we're quarantined, we have to make sure that we keep fighting the fight, people. Let's keep fighting the fight. Um, so guys, please help me in welcoming the woman who believes that when we elevate our minds, we elevate our lives. The woman who is, makes even the most badass superhero look fragile. So freaking true. So my homie Roxy, we're waiting for her to join. Guys, get your questions ready. We're going to be dropping them in, or in fact, drop them in as one of those um, question stickers. I'm going to put them at the bottom. Let me know what you want to ask her. Let's have a look. Oh, I think she might be here. Let's have, there she is. Here she is. Roxy, Roxy, Roxy. I've been so excited to, for this woman to join me. Yeah. Hello, my <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm so stoked to see your beautiful face. How are you? Good, good. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like this right now. I'm, I'm lit. I'm strong. I'm feeling really, um, inspired. Actually, it's really interesting. You know. 
Oh, man. Here we are in challenge. We got to dive deep into that. So for all those of you who are just joining, Roxy and I met um, maybe a year and a half ago. I think two, almost two years. I I, I mean, I'm in a time warp. So when we met, you actually, you had helped um, Carrie Walsh Jennings actually at her event and you had put us in contact. And so I was helping interview and um, it yeah. was, you were freaking amazing. You introduced us to, um, uh, God, so many, they, yeah, well, Eve, yeah. but then um, uh, Karate Hottie, you yeah, introduced yeah. me to. There's so many connections. I know, so many connections. And Andrea. I I, Andrea, I remember though you coming up to me and I had no clue who you were and I just finished an interview. So my mind was still in the interview and you came up and you were just like, hi, I'm Roxy, blah, blah, blah. And from the get go, girl, like I just completely just, I was so drawn to your authenticity Mm. of wanting to be a badass and just like (laughs) your vulnerability along with the bad artery and like that's so my jam like I always try to be as vulnerable as possible and then on top of that just be super badass and you know toughen up so so excited for this joint uh call here so excited we're gonna be taking some questions guys if you're just joining drop in some questions below but I actually have a first question for you Mm. so you always talk about seeking the fight um right now when you're kind of quarantined stuck at home how are you able to make sure that you're 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 holding true to keeping the fight and how are you building that resilience so that if this takes another month if this is another two months how are you building that resilience now so that you can stay um true to to fighting the fight yeah well i think you know i i have a lifestyle that's already built around you know resilience and challenge so it's you know, seeking the fight for those who, who don't fully get it, it essentially means there's challenges that are standing guard at your growth and it's up to you to move towards them. So right now we're all in this, you know, crazy challenging moment where, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. So you could do a couple of things. You can sit there and be paralyzed by fear and, you know, kind of just basically stop and, you know, not create habits that are going to support you to live from this like badass version of yourself, or you can get up every day and find ways to challenge yourself to grow, to go towards the fight, whether that's, you know, training in your home, whether that's, you know, creating some kind of new health habit in your kitchen with your food, whatever it is, it's essentially whatever feels discomfort, like uncomfortable to you and, and feels challenging. I want you to move towards that, right? So in my life, you know, what helps me, um, first of all, I have created this, uh, well, she kind of came to me, to be honest with you, but, you know, a couple of years ago, I've been writing my whole life journaling and a handful of years, my future self arrived. And this woman, she's a bad motherfucker, Lisa. She's, she's, She's called the woman in the mirror because every day I see her in meditation and she's in this mirror of my future home and she's incredible. She's not born to me. She's me. So this is, sorry. So this isn't an actual person. It's your, your it's vision. Me. Got it. Me. Got it. It's me fast forward. It's me amplified. It's me expanded. So who is this woman? She is composed. She is strong. She All right, is so hold, hold on a sec. Cause I'm yeah. going to, I love this so much. Okay. <laughs> so your future self, you've established who she is. So she's mm-hmm. composed. What are you doing right now 
to yeah. make sure that you're working on being composed so that your future self is um, is is developed. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, great question. So I want to take each one that you think of your future self and I'd love to break it down. So give me, let's say, give me three strong ones and then we'll break them down on what you're doing right now so that you, that future self actually does come into fruition. Yeah. I mean, there's many, so every day I get a new opportunity to exercise this composure, right? Um, Maybe in, you know, right now the the current situation is you know one part of my career life one part has stopped right so i'm not able to you know go do makeup how does that trigger any kind of emotions in me that could be you know create anxiety or some kind of you know panic or whatever this is an opportunity where i get to be composed and maneuver through this challenge with you know a very steady and strong mind right one example i'll give you a real life example that yeah, happened let's to me do the other it. day so somebody in like my, I'll be vague, business finance world, um, you know, I was emailing back and forth trying to get a question around something. And he, I can tell through his response was being very, he was stressed and he was giving me these vague answers and not answering the question. So, you know, by the third email to him, he fires back at me, girl, in capital letters with a straight insult. I will tell you, I'm a fighter, right? You know that about me. I know that about me. But here's the difference between women in the mirror and maybe this version right now. And then this is when I call on women in the mirror for that composure, right? It's so badass. So I sat there and I fired off an email, erased it, fired off an email, erased the second one, fired off another email. Like I'm not sending it, right? I'm just like writing. Right. And by the third email, you know, I go, okay, the difference between woman in the mirror and me right now, woman in the mirror, she doesn't fight with emotion. She fights with intelligence. So I stopped and I, I did you write that before this, or did you establish that while during this process? No, that's, that's me already knowing who I aim to bloom into further Mm -hmm. in my life. Right. And so knowing that having this, you know, identity of self and I go like, well, how would she respond right now? Mm -hmm. So you can take that in your life right now, like for the people watching, you're moving, everyone has very different challenges right now, some more Mm -hmm. severe than others, right? And, you know, you're, you're, you're gaining this opportunity right now. If you can start to create this future identity that, you know, you're proud of, that you aspire to be, that, you know, is this, you know, badass version of yourself. What would that person do right now? How would that person navigate through adversity? How would that person navigate through all the different challenges that are coming up every single day? Because every single day there's a new challenge. Dude, I freaking <laughs> love that. Okay, so I'm loving these real time, like this is what happens. So if you've got another, so you said composure, that was yeah. amazing. What's yeah. another one and what real life, um, example can you give because it's so powerful to have like an actual real life example yeah for sure um you know I think confidence is a huge one right like every single day you got to take confidence to the gym well guess what life is allowing that life is the gym right so every day you know while we're facing uncertainty I look at uncertainty the same you can look at it as uncertainty you could also look at it as possibility it's literally the same thing right so Ooh, how am I, it is though, right? It's, yeah, like, it's like when you think that. like when you're nervous or you're excited, physiologically, you get the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. Uncertainty is going to make you feel more afraid though. More like, 
disempowered, whereas possibility keeps you open, keeps you curious, keeps you wanting to move forward, right? And I'm all about the moving forward business. So, you know, every day when I'm sitting here in this, you know, and facing all these possibilities, you know, I want to be operating for my most confident self. And, you know, how do I do that? Honestly, I use my training in so many ways. Like actually training as a lifting. Yeah, like whatever it is. I mean, right now, jujitsu is at a halt, you know, but uh, you know what I've been doing? Yeah, what are you doing? So I live on a hill, basically. And I have been sprinting. So I've been training all day, which is rad because rather than doing like an hour of training and then just whatever through the day, I'm dosing my training, Mm. you know, two to three times a day. Mm. Sprinting. Sprinting is all power. It's all explosive and it's all grit work. There's no bells and whistles. There's nothing fancy. So it's like what you got in you kind of work, right? (laughs) And I love it so much. (laughs) It's like... And I love facing myself like that. I love asking myself with all of my truth in my heart, like, what you got, girl? Let's see it now. And so, you know, I push myself up this, you know, three blocks of hill uh, for, you know, 20 minute segments. And I will tell you, it's impossible to not feel your confidence being reinforced, fortified, and expanded when you witness yourself doing hard shit. That's the key, Lisa. I witness myself every single day, how I grow. And I think, you know, one of the things, one of my methodologies that I really love to put out in the world that I have found to be so powerful for me is, you know, I've been writing all my life, right? Journaling. And what happens is you create this like you, there's a separation between you and your thoughts. You can watch yourself think, right? And so that, you know, it, that ability to watch myself, it, it, it expands further in all aspects of my life. Going back to the sprints, I'm watching myself. I get up every day. Nobody's telling me how to do, go this way, go that way. And you're going to land on like all the success you want. No, I'm a path creator and I got to figure it out on my own. And I love that, right? It's a life that I choose to live. So when I witness myself, I could sit here and do the Netflix thing and do all the, I mean, instead I'm like, get your ass outside, go sprint up those hills. And I want you to give it your best effort every single time. And every single time I accomplish it, I just, I feel more badass. I feel more capable. I feel more confident. So that's just one example dude that's so amazing especially right now and this is why me and you bond so well like that kind of negative not even negative talk but the challenging like that's so how i talk to myself like if i found like in that moment i'm like all right lisa what you got you're always talking about getting up get the f up like who are you who do you want to be and like like that's my internal dialogue and i know that some people break with that type of dialogue but man that so lights a fire in me (laughs) yeah you say you want to be the best are you acting in accordance and then the second you then act in accordance you you deliver that kind of confidence to yourself like oh I couldn't be bothered or I was too lazy but I did it anyway and I proved it to myself and so that proving it to yourself builds that self-confidence absolutely I I freaking love that and, and and you know what's so rad about that Lisa nobody can take that away from you oh my god and no one can no one can make it for you either right both sides of it no one can deliver it to you and no one can take it away from you 
Exactly. And so it just builds, man. And when you build these habits and you continuously pursue your life this way, it's like in jujitsu or martial arts, you know, you get these stripes on your belt. You don't, mm-hmm. nobody could take that away from you. It doesn't matter what's happening in with your job and your love life and your finances, because all these variables are always going to fluctuate and do weird things. But when you can lean into yourself and trust yourself, that's the hugest piece for me, man. I am able to navigate through adversity because I have created such an unbreakable amount of trust in myself, mm-hmm. partly because of my you know, upbringing where certain circumstances were, you know, in terms of adversity were not, you know, not within my control, like they just were part of my upbringing. But the other half of the challenge were all me, like it was me driving towards the challenge. It's me every single day going, how can I make myself uncomfortable? Because that's where I'm going to grow, right? And so my ability to you know, here I am witnessing how I've been able to maneuver through all this. Sometimes it's, you know, in the past, maybe not as beautiful and sexy as now I can look and I'm like, and that's another important piece for me. I don't want to just get through challenge, Lisa. I don't want to just go, oh my God. Okay. Like I handled it. Like I want to be a fucking stud. I want to look back and go, woman, not only were you composed, not only were you confident and brave. Here's another thing. You were so compassionate and empathetic. You were not just thinking about yourself the whole time. I can't, I mean, I know that this is where you live too, but, you know, having this podcast, uh, Black Belt Beauty Radio is so incredible, especially right now, because I'm like, oh my God, all I want to do is create more content that can just support everybody to live from this badass, highest, fullest potential of themselves. Right. And what that means for me is like, I'm not here just thinking about Roxy and how am I going to get through this? And I'm literally sitting here going, I want to, you know, rise from this challenge, but I also want to support others to do the same in the process. And I think compassion and empathy is a very, very important thing, um, you know, to, to, to carry inside Mm. of yourself, you know? Yeah. God shit. I mean, I could literally like ignore everyone that's making comments and just keep talking to you. Um, but people are putting comments. I, in, so I want to make sure, guys, yeah. if you want to know anything from this badass, drop in a question. Um, <laughs> also drop in a question sticker because um, I'm going to be putting them underneath. I'm not sure if we have any. Let's give a quick check. Okay, no question stickers yet. So guys, put them as a sticker below. Um, and until then, I'm going to do some... Um, just other questions people have submitted. But I definitely also want to do some shout out. I love to hear where people are watching from. So guys, drop it in and let us know where you're joining us from. Um, all right, so we've got a question. This is from Ximena Kangri. I'm terrible at bloody names, terrible. <laughs> um, how do you not feel so, how do you, how not to feel lonely during quarantine? Ooh, this is an awesome question. This is one hits home to me deeply. I'll tell you how, because I have created such an incredible relationship with myself. I am my own ride or die. Everybody, and I got ride or dies on the outside too. I got all kinds of incredible best friends. I'm your ride or die girl. Yeah, ditto. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And my family. I'm very fortunate. I have a, a rock solid family, but I'll tell you right now, nobody is my soulmate before me. Nobody is my ride or die before me. Nobody. It's like, you have to become your own best friend. And this is a process and a journey, but I'm telling you when you get to this place where you really lean into yourself, it's like, 
you just, I feel unfucking stoppable. I feel like, you know, and listen, I will say um, I tend to be more introverted. So maybe I have a little bit of edge in this situation where I'm really comfortable being in my space, in my space, in my space, in my space. Um, but at the same time, I love interacting with my loved ones and friends as well, which I can't really do too much right now. But going back to the question, I think that when you can put in work, journaling, again, it's a beautiful way to do this, um, to create a very, very powerful relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to feel lonely. Like I feel like I always got my homegirl here going through this life with me. And you know what? I do. You are in you until you are over. So you may as well, you know, get down and create this ride or die relationship with yourself. Um, Yeah. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with highs as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is a negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about. That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. I freaking love that. And as you were talking, one thing came to mind. So um, as you know, I've been married for 17 years, been with my husband, but you know, been together for 19. And so it's really easy because I was 21 when I met him. So it was really easy to 
you know, um, mm -hmm. kind of identify myself as one half of a whole. And I actually do still say, like, he really does freaking complete me, even though Oprah would frown on me saying that because I've watched episodes <laughs> where she frowns on that. Um, but it was easy because when I met him, I was somewhat confident, but it was almost like a fake confidence, right? It was like an on the outside. Internally, I didn't necessarily feel confident myself. Over time, I started to build my confidence, but what I didn't realize is I was building it with his support. And so right now is a time that if people are by themselves, it could actually be the most amazing thing. And here's an example of why I have had, as you know, massive gut issues. Yeah. And there was one moment I had a photo shoot and this was probably about a year and a half now. I had a photo shoot. I had the crew there. I had my makeup done. I had my hair done. People were lighting. They were getting ready. I went upstairs to get changed. And all of a sudden I had the most excruciating stomach cramp that I'd ever had. I could barely breathe. I was literally, I fell on the floor and I was like this on my side and yeah. all the crews downstairs and I'm like, and I'm trying to do this heavy breathing. And I'm like, Lisa, you've got to get through it. So immediately I grabbed my phone and I text Tom. And I was like, babe, I need you. I need you. No answer. Ooh. And I literally was on the floor. And I was like, fuck, like, is he in a meeting? Is he on a business call? So I text him again, babe, I really, really need your help. I'm lying on the floor right now. And there was no answer. And in that freaking moment, I was like, Lisa, you don't fucking need anybody. You have it in yourself. Stop looking to your husband to get you up off the floor because God damn it, you got it yourself. And yeah. in that freaking moment, I literally was like, come on, Lisa, you've got this one. Like, yeah. the tiger playing in my yeah. head. And so like, I like get up off and I'm like, what? deep breath. And I went down and I finished the photo shoot. And about three hours later, my husband comes up to me. He's like, oh, my God, baby, you okay? And I was like, I got this shit. Yeah. And, I was like, <laughs> and it was in that moment that I was like, if I hadn't been forced to yeah. get up off the floor by myself, I yep. wouldn't have known what I was freaking made of. And yep. so right now, when I think about all these people that are at home alone, like it, it freaking makes my heart bleed. But I okay. want to give the empowerment of a mind shift of you can say, oh, my God, I'm alone. Or you can say just like me, oh, my God, this is the most amazing opportunity for me to show myself what I'm freaking made of. I love that. I love it so much. And I am so behind you on every single word. You know, it's hard to take a scenario right now and all the challenges and, you know, try and look at it as opportunity. Like, I get that. You get that. We are empathetic that, you know, um, it's not easy. But when I hear my brain say that, like, that it's not easy, Lisa, mm -hmm. has turned into like this, like, ooh, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you do you that? How did you get there? No, 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 it's amazing. Yeah. I freaking love it. But how did you actually get there? How did you go from being this person yeah. that was like, oh, fuck, this isn't easy. Forget it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. To like, oh, this isn't easy. You know, this question is so interesting for me because I get asked it a lot. Like, how did you get to this empowered mindset? Um, you know, essentially is what it is. And I think it's a couple of things. I think that it's one part I came downloaded with an edge in this space. Like, truly, I, I really do believe that that's like a piece of it. Then I do believe that, you know, uh, circumstances in my upbringing, like I mentioned earlier, that were extremely adverse. Like, there's a lot of challenge there. Um, and, and just how I innately navigated through it. And when I look back and I'm like, damn, like, that's pretty amazing. Like, that, you know, just 
looking back at witnessing how I did it, that, you know, keeps my mind really strong. And, mm. you know, and then the other part is just, I think, you know, from a, a young, young girl, I was an athlete, right? So my dream, like Flojo was my idol. And I was, I was a runner. Who? And I was like, Flojo. Oh my God, you've got enough Flojo. I know I didn't <gasps> I'm sending you. She's like the baddest legendary track star who would kick everyone's ass with like nails, makeup, hair, her outfits. Like Flojo is a bot. You're going to love her. Like, I'm so excited right now. So <laughs> she was just like, she was just so fast and so badass. And I just wanted to be like Flojo. And so I was like competing and running in it. And so really, you know, I always looked up to, and my father had a lot to do with this. You know, I have three brothers and my sister, and he always just, you know, brought these people who displayed excellence in front of us, right? And you know that to live a life of excellence on any level is a very challenging life. Um, so I think that from a young girl witnessing and, and feeling this draw towards excellence, or even like another example would be Rocky. Rocky is my life hero, the underdog who just... <laughs> I just said the eye of the tiger. I you? know, I know. I know. Oh my God. And yesterday on my stories, I was actually saying, I'm like, you know, today's a day where I don't really feel motivated to move. And I'm someone who has every right to take a day off because I'm always training and moving. But I shared on my story, I was like, you know, when I feel this way and I don't have a legitimate excuse, it's not like I'm sore, I'm tired, I'm too busy. What I do is I turn on Rocky and I just go and I get nasty, right? Because I just love Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question then. When yeah. do you know to, you know, keep pushing yourself and put Roxy and be like, no, you can't be lazy. And then other times giving yourself grace to know that actually this could be, end up being detrimental because you are pushing yourself too far. Cause that is a really freaking fine balance that I try to navigate yeah. myself. Yeah. Well, so okay, okay, a couple of things, I think it comes down to, first of all, I think that's like, you have to earn that, right? You have to earn this self-awareness and this self-connection to be able to, to real and, and how there's a lot of ways you do that a lot of different methodologies I can offer. But I think one of the most important to bullet point mm. it is you got to keep it fucking real with yourself at all times. Right. And if you are not keeping it 100 with yourself, like you're never going to get this kind of self-awareness, self-connection, this ride or die, all that stuff. Right. So keeping it 100 with yourself and like with, knowing like deep down, whether it's because you're lazy or because, yeah, like, your body just is telling you not to do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, cause I am someone who, you know, I, sometimes I understand like yesterday it was a matter of mind. I didn't like that. My mind was like, Oh, I don't feel like it. My body was ready to go. I'm like, girl, you have no reason right now. So I literally almost like rebelliously, just because my mind was like, I don't feel like it. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm turning the knob down on you and I'm going into the gym. And I didn't have a crazy workout. It was just like, just to push that past mm -hmm. that point, a, a, a rebel. But I think, you know, to, to try and give you an answer to that question is that I think it really just comes down to self-connection, self-awareness. You know, are you knowing the difference of when you are making an excuse, maybe being lazy, um, Maybe in some cases, like you're kind of doing the victim mentality, um, you know, and it, you have to be honest with yourself to be able to navigate through that and know, you know, is this that or is this 
Mm. Uh, you know, there's also biofeedback, right? Like in this specific example of just training, you know, I'm very, you know, me, I'm like a geek with all this stuff. Right. So I'm like, what was my sleep like? What was my, you know, do I have a lot of external stress mm -hmm. right now? That's really making me feel like my cortisol levels are high. So maybe I need to chill out actually. And again, all of that stuff, what does it lead? It, it's all pointing to my ability to be very self-aware, to be very self-connected and to keep it real. It's like those three things, right? that yeah yeah i freaking love that and someone actually just wrote which is so on point this is from chronic wellness tips change for me was when i decided i was worth showing up for me that's yeah. so true like it really it really is a decision it like, is it's a decision that yeah. you wake up and i freaking decide to be the hero of my own life like that, that it is purely a decision all right we've got a lot of questions so i want to make sure we get yeah. in, but we've got some awesome shout outs we've got shout outs yeah. So people watching from India, Tunisia, Santa Barbara, London, Germany, Brussels, Amazing. Miami, yeah. New York, Chicago, and Cyprus. Yes, that's amazing. Um, so just a little shout out to my peeps. Yay. All right, guys, if you that's are true. watching, we are going to do some question um, stickers. So either drop some questions in the bottom or put it as a sticker. All right, we've got a question sticker here. I haven't read it. So let's just see. Um... Oh, all right. Here's a great one. How did you Ooh. both deal with judgment when you started? So I, what does judgment mean? Like self, judging myself? Let's, um, all right. Let's start with people judging you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, man, you know, I think that's a great question. It's a big one when I look back at myself growing up in my childhood and, and, you know, all the challenges I, I go back, I, I see how number one, um, you know, I've always had this ability to be very real. Like this is who I am, like it or not. I don't give a fuck, you know, um, which doesn't mean that, you know, I'm immune to what people think. I think what happens with me is that at the end of all of it, whatever people are thinking, whatever, it's like, I just know who I am. And I am so, I am so like, uh, what's the word connected to this truth of who I am mm. that really it's like, I always say membership has privileges. There are only a handful of people's opinions who really matter to me, right? Starting with myself, always with myself. And then there's some other people in my life that, you know, their opinions really do make a difference to me. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, man, I just, I don't know. I think, again, going back to like witnessing how I've been showing up in my life for myself, for my loved ones, you know, so much integrity, honestly. And it, it just, it drives me to feel very, um, I mean, I have a picture framed, Lisa, that says rule number one, fuck what they think. It's like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like rule number one, number two, number three. And why? Because here's the thing, you guys, I refuse to live anybody else's life, but my own. Mm. When it's all said and done, and I look back, whose life did I live? Did I live your opinion, your opinion? You could be great, whoever you are. I don't care. I want to live my truth. I want to keep living my truth. And, you know, and I trust that those who, it's like this natural filtration system. You don't vibe with me. It's all good. 
Mm-hmm. I don't need you to like, I'm okay with that. I want people who vibe with me. I, I want it to be this natural coming together, like how you and I aligned right out the gate, right? We just like clicked right in. And so, you know, I, it's, it's a long answer uh, to a great question, but hopefully that does give some insight. I freaking love that. And I so admire it because I come from the complete opposite. I was paralyzed by people the fear of people judging me would stop me from doing anything. And when I first met Tom, like literally I, I was like, oh my God, I was head over heels with about, you know, I came to America. I was like, oh my God, I really like this guy. I went back home. He came to visit and all my friends and my family, well, not all, I actually have to do a massive shout out to my mom, my brother and my sister who totally accepted Tom from day one. But like everyone else was just like, he's not really your type. And like, you know, like, but he's American. And so like, A, there was judgment from my, from my dad about the fact that he wasn't Greek Orthodox and how can our cultures actually um, connect and we have nothing in common. So there was massive judgment there, but yeah. I just kept going back to, okay, like, I feel this so deep in my heart, like mm-hmm. so deep down that it feels right that other people's judgment, like, while if I like, so in fact, if I listen to them, what would my life be like? Okay, I may stay safe, but I'll never actually know if he was the right one. And when I'm on my deathbed, when I look back, do I want to say, I'm so glad I listened to my dad? Or do I want to say, I'm so glad I listened to myself, even if it didn't work out, right? And so when I started to assess people's judgment, I literally would break it out into the reality of what that looks like a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. And the same with Quest Nutrition. It was like, everybody was like, what the hell do you guys know about protein bars? Like everybody said that. And the yeah. truth was, we didn't know shit about protein bars. It was like, <laughs> I don't freaking know. Like, um, And so it was like, well, because of Tom's business partners and because of Tom, I was like, I'm just going to freaking keep learning. And it's like, no, I may not know it now, but I could. And that's up to me. I can choose to let their judgment hold me back and go, yeah, I don't know anything. So stop. Or I can say, huh, maybe they have a point. And now it's up to me to figure it out if I really want that result. But like we have a choice to listen to the judgment and let it dictate our lives or to say like, no. And here's here's the thing. They actually may be true. The judgment of you may actually be freaking true. And so what are you going to do about it? right? Like you can't stop people judging you. So I go, okay, maybe this could be amazing. Maybe this is like my instruction manual and their judgment Mm -hmm. is a, is like a way for me to make sure that I look at it, Mm -hmm. um, like actually like digest it and then decide what I'm going to do about it. But everyone has that choice to let the judgment stop them or let the judgment propel them. Yeah, no, that's powerful and so beautiful. And I think, you know, when, when I listen to you, the word that comes across my mind, and, and this goes back to the question is, are you operating as a leader? So for me, I identify myself as an absolute leader in life. And a leader doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, taken other people's opinions. But again, membership has privileges. It just depends on, you know, who those people's opinions are. And I think what you said, that's also so powerful is like, sure, you'll take in some of this, you know, the opinions and the thoughts, but you, you're not quick to just, oh, okay, so I'm going to go over here because right. this or 
you're using your brain, you're analyzing your, it's like critical thinking. So, you know, I moved from Hawaii to New York city and I knew like half a person, meaning like I just met, the <laughs> I just met the person literally like two weeks before that, you know? And I, you know, I didn't have a big plan and it was, you know, this is in my twenties. Um, but you know, and for the, the, there, there are a lot of hard years there. I, I'm sure you can imagine like, just really not having a plan and moving to New York City from Hawaii. And there were a lot of things that my family did not understand. They couldn't see what I was mm. doing. And, and, you know, I was doing events for a living. Um, it, you know, they just didn't get it. And, you know, sometimes that would create some kind of judgment or opinions where it's like, because they felt uncertain about what I was doing in my life, right? They were protectively like, like, what are you doing? Eh. And I will tell you, Lisa, like I can look back now, I'm 41, I'll be 42 next month. I look back and I'm like, every single thing that I did, which essentially just all comes down to my ability to listen to myself above all, has been so on point to make me the woman that I am, that I love and I am proud of, and also put me on the path to this badass woman that I am blooming into every single day. It is all so relevant, but it's, it, you know, it all came down to the fact that even my family, who I'm telling you, I have the most like, like 300 Sparta relationship, you know, with it, I, I understood, I analyzed it, but at the end of the day, I was like, I listened to myself. And I think that's a very powerful piece to, to kind of put, uh, you know, on stage here is like, we all have instincts, we all have intuition, we all have this, you know, inner being, this higher self, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it, right, that is ready to guide you that is ready to, you know, support your, your unfolding. Um, it, you have to be able to keep the channels open. And then furthermore, and this is maybe even the hardest part, you have to be willing to trust and pursue from that position. Like you said, like, even if you end up being wrong or something doesn't end up being as perfect as you would imagine or great as you imagine by moving forward from this thought process, even when other people are like, don't do it. There's still a lesson. There's still some kind of growth. There's mm -hmm. an advantage and an opportunity that is going to expand you that you're going to gain from. But yeah, I think a lot of times, um, you know, people can have a hard time getting this channel, like keeping this channel open and then actively operating from this, uh, you know, inner voice, highest self. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought up the family thing because for my dad, and this is, um, it's something that I have evolved into. I used to take a lot of things to heart. Like, Oh, if, if like with quest, right. What the hell do you guys know? And it was like, fuck, like maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't know. And it was like, that was all the fear talking, but I also want to, um, and Sorry, there's a couple of things. And yeah. the other thing is the amount of things that have failed where people are like, Lisa, you're never going to achieve it. You're never going to. And they were right. Like, so I don't want it to be just like, no, I listened to all the naysayers and I achieved amazing things. It's like, oh my God, no, the amount of stuff that I have tried and people are just like, what are you doing? And I failed at it. It was like, oh, okay, they were true. Um, but I reflect, right? And yeah. I look back and go, okay, maybe this is where I went wrong. Maybe this is what they were pointing out. But going back to, sorry, um, your family, mm -hmm. I think that's so important to think about where they're coming from. Because yeah. like my dad was just like, 
you know, you shouldn't marry Tom. And it wasn't against Tom. It's just, it's his frame of mind. He's, he's, he was born in a tiny village in the mountains of Cyprus. He, all he's ever known is he's worked and been around separate people his whole life. So for him, it was just a reflection of where his mindset was because he didn't believe, it wasn't that he didn't necessarily believe in me or like Tom, it was just his frame of reference was that cultures don't do well if they mix. And so understanding also the message from the messenger, um, Mm. I think is super important because those two can overlap a lot sometimes and you can take their perspective as truth. And I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no, I love that. It's And especially when you think, I know you and I talked about this on our epic podcast together, where it's like, when you think family or loved ones, I mean, they're the most valued opinions, right? So they can have the most impact on, you know, your thought process, your emotions, and and essentially your actions. But I think what's so badass and powerful is that, you know, you were able to really analyze, okay, like, where is dad really coming from? Because you know, dad loves you. So, you know, it's not like he doesn't want Lisa to be happy. It's just paying attention to, well, his upbringing, his environment, and he's, you know, like how I said in my own life, it's like, you're, they're essentially operating from this uncertainty and they just want exactly. me to feel safe and happy. And the same with your dad, but you know, it's taking a moment to, to kind of step outside of the emotional terrain that can come when you're getting this kind of advice or direction from your loved ones, especially, and go, wait, hold on, like what's really happening here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, from dissecting and analyzing, then, you know, you're, you're able then to, to make your decisions effectively. But maybe a key piece to point out there is just pausing mm-hmm. and not just being so reactionary and being able to kind of rise above the situation and go, you know, what's really happening here? And that is so applicable in so many areas of, of our lives, right? It's a really powerful thing to be able to do that. And it's something that, you know, you can train and become better and better at meditation for me, man. It's, huge because it literally creates a separation where I'm now able to, you know, also studying the brain. So what, you know, before the beach got shut down, I love doing my long distance runs in the deep sand. It's hard, man. Cause it's like, you're in the deep sand. So you're running six miles deep sand, which is why I love it. One of these days or one day, you know, not that long ago. Um, I remember feeling like, man, I don't really feel like doing it today right? But I had no reason to not do it, right? So I was going to do it. So I start walking to the beach, Lisa, and it's so amazing what happens. Immediately, the brain starts going off right now, right? And so now it's brain trying to protect me because brain senses discomfort coming, right? So Mm -hmm. me understanding brain, I know I kind of went somewhere else, but I think it's all important anyways. Um, I'm watching my brain go, ah, a start, the negotiation start. You don't really have to run six miles. You just like do three miles. I mean, you ran yesterday. You're it just, and I'm watching this. I'm I'm watching my brain. Like I'm watching, but here's the thing. I'm separated from my thoughts. So it's like one part hormonally, you know, my body, my fight or flight system is kicking in because it knows it senses as I get closer to the sand, oh shit, here we go. And so my brain, because your brain wants to do this, your brain wants to keep you safe and complacent and we don't want to live there all the time, right? So it's one part that, and then the other part, so I'm watching these thoughts of like the negotiations and what's happening to me in that moment, Lisa, 
is I start getting fired up like, what? I'm going to make you run eight miles if you don't shut up right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's crazy. And, you know, I hear myself. like sweating yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But, But I love that you said that. Because at the same time, as I, if this goes back to relationship with myself, man, as the, at the same time that I talk to myself like that, like, what are you sick? I'm going to make you run eight miles. At the same time, I am someone who talks to myself like queen. Listen to right, me. Right, right. I love you. You got this shit. Roxy, you're a badass. Go get it. Like I, I empower myself. My self-talk is huge, man. Yeah. Self-talk is huge. Me too. I kind of, um, I love how you frame it. It's so amazing. I actually go to like, well, Lisa, what is your goal? Like, so let's say it's working out and I'm feeling lazy. Um, or if it's anything in business, I'll look and it's like, I'm just feeling lazy. And I'm like, what's your goal? All right. To get, you know, like to do 10 reps or to build something in the company, whatever it is. It's like, what's your goal? Do you actually want it? Like, <laughs> Or do you just say you want it? And I just ask myself that question. Do you actually want it? Or do you just say you want it? Because this is the moment. Oh, you don't have to do it. Like, I'm not even like beating myself up over the fact that if I don't actually want to do it, I won't do it. And I'll feel good about it. But if I actually want to do it and I'm feeling lazy, I just remind myself, like, are you just BSing yourself that you want it? Because now's the moment that you have to step up and show yourself you actually want it because it's not going to be freaking handed to you. And if it's not going to be handed to you, then your actions matter. Absolutely. You know what I love? All I see and all I feel and all I hear is integrity. You have these standards for yourself. We're very aligned in this way. It's like, man, I'm not a talker. I am a woman of action. It's not even about what you think out there. It's about what I think about myself. Right, right, right. I want to I want to wake up every day and go, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And again, like I'm honest with myself. So, you're honest with yourself. In those moments, I mean, listen, you don't have to do it. But why do you do it? Right. Because number 1, it's important to you. Number 2, you know that in order to get it done, you got to do the work to get it done. So, you're showing up for yourself. You know, I <laughs> You remember the movie 300? Yes. Okay. So if I have like a spirit animal, Gorgo, the queen of Sparta. I have to rewatch it. It's been a while ago. Oh my God. Like this will be even more powerful. She is. So I have this thing called queen up, right? Because a couple of years ago when I would find myself in some kind of challenging emotional moment, I would just say to myself to snap out of it, Roxy, queen up queen the fuck up. It's like, Oh, not man up. It's not a, it's like queen up. Where does that come from? It comes from this queen in 300 who is so badass. She's so intelligent. She's so feminine and beautiful and strong. And I just, I don't know. I like, she resonates with me kind of like wonder woman and you, you know? And so I think to myself, um, God, why did I even start talking to her right now? <laughs> I get so, she's so, she's so amazing. To, this is why I know. Because when I think of, when I think of self-love, Lisa, it's a little different than I think a lot of what we hear about self-love. So self-love and self-care are two very different things for me, right? And I'm very good at the self-care business, doing the baths and all the pampering and all the things. Self-love to me is living in the fucking arena. It's saying, it's literally the equivalent to self-worth. I am worthy of being in this fight in this battle. It doesn't matter if I win or lose. I'm worthy of the fight. 
right? Like I literally see myself as this kind of queen Gorgo, right? But my own self and Mm -hmm. every day I live in the arena and you know, the Theodore Roosevelt, you know, quote, it's like the best, one of my favorites of all time. It's like, you know, the only people that you really are going to care about their opinions, right? Is the people who are in the arena too, who are doing the nasty work as well. Right. But I just, I love this idea and I love sharing this idea that, you know, self-love is the equivalent of self-worth and self-worth means I'm going to put forth my effort. I'm going to face this challenge. I'm going to seek the fight. I'm going to queen up and it doesn't matter if I win or I lose. Mm, So I literally wrote, it's not about winning or losing. Exactly. It's all about you just showing up authentically and giving your best. Guaranteed, your best will be better tomorrow because you're striving for better always, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I am, you are, but it's just about, it's a matter of not backing down to the fight, being in the arena and moving towards the challenge that stands guard at your growth and witnessing yourself doing this with all of your heart, all of your authenticity. I mean, this is powerful shit. Oh God, that's so powerful. I know, holy, I love this. Okay, we've got so many more questions. Let's um, do a sticker to see. Um, Let's have a look. Okay, here we go. Um, How do you deal with fear of failure and when you doubt your own potential? How do I deal with fear of failure? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that I just, I call onto the woman in the mirror. I call onto my future self. I, I, I take deep dives in my journal. I sit here and, you know, ask myself questions of like, you know, again, uncertainty, mm-hmm. possibility, right? They're, they're literally the same thing. So fear of failure is essentially, it's not happened yet, right? It's just, you're afraid of the possibility of failure. So for me, I call upon, you know, the woman that has already lived through these challenges, that has already lived through this adversity, that has already succeeded. And I, and I lean into her and I'm like, well, how do you approach this? How do you go? And it doesn't mean I always have the answer. It's just more of like extracting the energy of her confidence, of her courage, of her composure, it's really a powerful, powerful tool to create this future self and get into a really strong relationship with this future self. Mm. So that at times when you are facing these moments where you're afraid and you're not sure, I mean, every day, man, I live, I live in this uncertainty, like everybody else, you know, I don't have it all figured out by any means, but you know, I choose to invest in betting on myself. I choose to invest in the idea that I'm going to fucking win. And winning for me starts in here. It's not about this. Like, I don't, we know so many stories of so many people who kill it on the business front, financially, all that stuff. And inside, you're not cool. For me, it starts inside. And then everything matches, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, yeah, I think that, you know, doubting your own, I want to speak to that too, doubting your own potential. That's an interesting one because I think um, even in today, especially we have social media, like, like, like followers, followers, like, oh my God, I'm so important. I have all these followers. Oh my God, I'm so important. I have all these likes, external validation, external validation. A leader to me is someone who can validate themselves. How do you validate yourselves like authentically in a powerful way? 
You go back to what we were just talking about. Are you facing challenge every day? How are you showing up in that challenge? Are you doing it authentically? It's like all of this stuff allows me to, when these passing thoughts of doubt and failure, and this is another piece I think could be really rad and important to share. Um, so I kind of view, like, it's like, imagine you have a bouncer. Your mind is this club, right? And there's a bouncer outside the club, right? And this club is like super VIP. It's really badass. It's all good vibes in there. And outside, you have all these like riffraff thoughts coming. You have great thoughts coming. You have riffraff thoughts. It's up to the bouncer, right? You need a really badass bouncer to be like, mm -hmm. hold up. You're allowed in. You're not allowed in. Because you can't control all the thoughts. The thoughts are coming every day. We're, you know, especially right now, it's like it's provoking all kinds of different thoughts, right? What you do have control of is the thoughts that you allow to take up real estate in the mind. That's what you have control of. So when these, the riffraff thoughts of fear, oh my God, what if I don't make it? Or, oh, what if I'm not good enough? And all those thoughts that I am not immune to, like this mm -hmm. shit comes into my life for sure. But I have developed such a strong bouncer in here. I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. Watch me. I'm going to prove it. And like, I just don't let those thoughts in. That's so funny. I actually take the opposite approach. Really? So, yeah. So when I when I fear failing, I'm just like, yeah, you're probably going to fail. But ah! hey, here's the amazing thing. You can learn from it. Oh my God, I love it's that. the best freaking lesson. So, and I had to do it because I was so fearful of failing that I wouldn't take the step. And so for me, it was like, eliminate that fear. Okay, at some point, Lisa, of course you're going to fail. But so has all the amazing greats out there, right? Every person you ever freaking admire has failed at some point in their life. So stop being fearful of it. Know That's that it's so going to come. And now figure out what the frick you're going to do when it does happen. Like when you actually fail, what are you going to do? Are you going to freaking stand back up? Or are you going <laughs> to sit there and lick your wounds for months, right? And so I'm just like, okay, no, I'm going to stand back up. When I mm. fail, I'm going to... So now... I don't fear it because I put in a plan of when it happens, what I'm going to do. Well, then you, this is what I said in our podcast, Lisa, you are such a badass strategist. I love <laughs> that you, it's so true though. And I think I'm, I might use some of that sometimes. Like I don't accept the thoughts, but I'm like, actually, that's really wonderful too. That's very powerful. I cut you off. I'm sorry because no, your, no. your strategic mind is like, girl, it's like. The, the funny thing is it only came from, I realized that fearing to fail didn't serve me. And I realized yeah. that this fear was freaking keeping me where I was. And yeah. so I just go to the no bullshit, Lisa. If you actually want to grow, if you actually want to achieve great things in your life, what do I know has to be true? I have to take chances. Like yeah. I know that has to be true. So now if I know that has to be true and there's this big roadblock in my way, how do I overcome the freaking roadblock? And so I was just like, oh, I just accept that it's there. And so that allowed me to then go, okay, so when you know, when I do fail, what am I going to do? And then the next thing is that when you doubt your own potential, it's like, again, it's like potential means future self. Mm -hmm. So your future self, you're doubting. Okay, well, I took the doubt away. I actually get very strategic and go, what do I want to achieve? Okay, let's say, as you know, I'm trying, I'm doing this graphic novel for Prima. Yeah. I've never bloody done a graphic novel before. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I just go, okay, well, instead of doubting if you can or not, accept that you don't know how to yet, 
yeah. use the word freaking yet and now go what do I have to learn to make it true that now I can actually do it so it's not even like a worry of like oh my god do I have the potential to do it or not no right now I'm, I, I have the potential to do it but I may not have the skill set yet to do it so right. now stop bullshitting yourself write a list of all the shit you have to freaking learn and the things you have to overcome in order to do it i don't pat myself on the back going yeah you can do so with the graphic novel what are the things i have to learn i have to learn the market i have to learn you know what type of art there is out there what are the options what type Mm -hmm. of writer am i looking for there's so many different writers and so here's the, the time to learn it all but I don't love- think about whether I can or not because right now I know I can't. And I just freaking learn, right? So <laughs> it's so. I mean, you're a brilliant woman. It's like, how did you arrive to this incredible stuff? I don't know. If, I don't think you can encapsulate it into one thing. I mean, it's just it's like a life process, right? I think mm-hmm. that you and I are someone. You know, we're we're women who who really look at like every day as an opportunity for growth, right? right. And we're always like looking towards like w- where's the opportunity for growth, you know? And a lot of times, again, it's standing in challenge. And I I just love how you frame things, Lisa. Again, you're such a badass strategist, and it's so it's so it's so valuable to hear these things. You know, I'm gonna absorb that, and and you know, I because you know, one thing that I really want in my life is like when I'm all done here. I want to be looked at as a woman who's like, amongst other things, but this is really important. Like, damn, that's a woman who made a lot of great decisions in her life, you know? And, and so it's like, yeah, like what What if, okay. What if you're known as the woman that made actually a couple of bad, really bad decisions, but learned so much from it that you became powerful for it? Yeah. Well, I mean, for sure. That's the case. (laughs) So then again, that changed the framing though, right? Instead of worrying about, I have to make the right decision yeah. because now there's the pressure of, is this the right decision or not? And so I actually remove that from my vocabulary yeah. and just say, this may be a terrible decision, but the amazing thing is I'm going to learn from it. I love it. So you know what better, because I don't even write wrong, good, bad, maybe the best way to put it, the word is powerful, powerful yeah. decisions because yeah. In, yeah. there's power, right? Love I, that. I love that we love created that. that. But yeah, it's important. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, to, to you have to, it's important to strategize, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to get to this, to be able to maneuver through life and make, you know, powerful decisions. There should be strategy there, you know, to yeah. the best of your ability. Yeah, that's a great question. Girl, that's a great question. I mean, I literally, as you know, when I um, interviewed on your podcast, I think we went for like two hours or something, right? Easily. I got to get you back on. So, yeah. so guys, you've got to go check out her podcast just in general. And check out my, me on her podcast, but Black Belt Beauty, is it available everywhere on Spotify? It's available on every single po- podcast forum. Yeah, I got to get you back on, Amazing. Lisa. I love oh. you in a freaking heartbeat we're also going to release this in fact if you guys are just joining and you've missed some stuff we're going to be releasing this on podcast as well we'll be pulling clips from it as well and then like i just want to say thank you so much for coming on we've been talking about doing this like as like a like badass we have no idea what that means but we'll just get on and talk about badass um i freaking adore you i love you if you you guys are not following her you gotta freaking check her out and i've told you this in private as well you're one of my favorite podcasts podcasters ever like I don't actually listen to many podcasts but um I I listen to yours because I freaking love your perspective I love your no bullshit I love your tough talk but love yourself at the same time like everything about you go I freaking love I so guys love you 
please tune into her podcast tune into her instagram thank you guys for all watching um and yeah until next time be your most badass self be your most badass self (laughs) and until next time be the hero of your own life yeah everybody i love you love you guys Bye. bye